Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 47, and we're going to ask an interesting spiritual question today, and that is, can Satan give you kingdoms? And even more fundamentally, does he even even have kingdoms to give? And then ultimately, we'll trash the whole thing because can you trust a promise from the father of lies? Well, here we go. This is from Matthew chapter 4. It's also in Luke chapter 4. And uh, this is in the temptation of Jesus, and this is from Matthew 4, 8. Again, the devil took him, Jesus, to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. So Satan here has some power. Let's give him, you know, a little bit of of credit here because the devil takes him to a very high mountain. So he does have some temporary allowed power. Um, That's sort of an impossible thing to do without some sort of a a spiritual power. But that's where the, the, the power stops. So... The power is that he takes him to the high mountain and shows him the kingdom of the world and the glory. But then the the error comes in with the next verse. And he says to him, Satan says to Jesus, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. So he brings Jesus to a high mountain and shows kingdoms of the world and their glory. So one of my questions this morning was, what is the glory of this place? What is the glory of a kingdom? So for example... If G- if Satan showed Jesus uh, Greece, well, there's a glory to Greece, and that is its history, and that it's, you know, the the foundation the the foundation of democracy. Or if he took him to New Orleans, maybe the history of music and jazz being invented there. Or if he took Jesus to St. Louis. There'd be the glory of the arch, and there'd be the glory of the history of the Lewis and Clark expedition starting there. And I was thinking about what is the glory of a place? What is the glory of a city? And that is, have you ever been to an airport and there's a big mural on the wall? Welcome to, uh, let's say, Kenya, and there'll be a, a rhinoceros and, and all these great animals postered on, on the wall. So what's the glory of Kenya? Well, it's the natural wonder that's there. Uh, or maybe the nor- nor- if you went to Norway, the fjords of of Norway, or maybe the United States, the what's the glory of the United States? Perhaps it's economic power or something like that. It's whatever's on the walls of the airport of the place that you visit. Go to Denver, Colorado, it might be the mountains. So all these all these things, Satan is promising the gl- the kingdom and the glory to uh, to Jesus. Now it's if, and that's if you fall down and worship me, and we'll get to that tomorrow. But my question today was, were these things even his to give? In Luke chapter 4, he promises Jesus, To you I will give all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I will give it to whom I will. Now the problem is, he's a thief, he's a liar, he's a murderer, and these are Jesus's eventually... Um, Satan is described as being a ruler of this world, but that's a given and allowed and temporary and accountable, uh, an accountable rule. 
just like I may rule in my family, uh, but my accountability there will be full someday. So authority never comes without accountability, and we are really ultimately stewards or regents of the authority that the Lord gives us. So Satan here, is he the inventor? No. Is he the creator? No. Can he promise this eternal rule to Jesus when he is a, just a temporary ruler? So the, the question, maybe a title for this would be, can Satan give us the world? Can he give us kingdoms? So the problem is Satan doesn't know his place. He's promising power and rule and authority where he should be a servant and a minister and standing in the presence of the Lord. Remember, we talked about Gabriel and one of his his lines was, hey, I work at the White House. I stand in the presence of God. Um, and this is something Satan should have been doing. In just a few minutes here, we'll find that the angels are going to come and minister to Jesus. That's what an angel should be doing rather than sort of opening his big fat mouth and pretending that he rules the world. I suppose he does rule the world uh, a little bit and, tempor- and temporarily. I wanted to, to go to John chapter 8, verse 44, and he describes Satan here, and I think it's uh, appropriate for our study today. He says, he's talking to people, and he says, you are of your father, your devil, and your will is to do your father's desire. And then it's going to describe Satan here. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So this is the this is the character of the guy that's speaking in this in this verse. He is a liar, and no authority should be uh, credited to him, and it should be credited to the Lord because he created. And he's read Revelation. You know, God is going to get its glory, all this glory back. So I think in this verse, Satan is promising something that he doesn't own. He's offering something to Jesus that is not his to give. And he chooses a topic that is authority and rule of something that he has already messed up. Like he was supposed to to rule and serve the Lord, and he's already violated that. And now he's just kind of like a two-year-old flailing his arms. He, He loses you right away because he doesn't even stand in truth. He's untrustworthy, and the things he promises to Jesus here are just vapors. There are kingdoms and there is glory, but it's not his to give. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.